welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell. The title of today's podcast is My Top 5 Health Clinic Business Books. So the reason I came up with um, this podcast this week or I'm doing this podcast is I was very recently asked by somebody I know um, what book I would recommend or could I recommend two or three books um, and I found it very hard. I, I, I'm the type of person I read a lot of books. I would read probably between fifteen hundred books a year if I can. Um, it's not unusual for me to be reading maybe two or three books at once, maybe fiction and a novel. And I always try to read a business book at the same time. So coming up with a short list of books was not easy, but I felt I'd do my best. So I've come up with five books that I feel if you're listening to this and if you own a clinic or you're considering opening your own clinic, that these five books, you need to get them and you need to read them. I've read them all more than once and I have found them hugely beneficial um, and influential in the running of my business. Okay, so let's begin. The first book is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. So The E-Myth is a very famous um, and not very large book. None of these books will, will strain your brain too much to read, to be honest. So The E-Myth is quite a small book. You can put it in your back pocket. And pretty much anyone in business knows that is worth their salt has read it. And Michael Gerber is um, a business coach who has explained in this book, it was probably the first business book, I think it was the first business book I ever read, um, that what happens in most cases when people start small business, it's a small business book, that this person is a technician. So if you think of yourself, you're a podiatrist, you're really good at doing what you do with your hands, treating your patients. And this technician is working for someone else. And what usually happens is they they feel, well, if I'm doing all the work, why shouldn't I get all of the money? And they follow a journey where they will go and they will open their own business and think, well, just because I'm good at what I do, I will be a success and I will have attained financial security, um, not have to work crazy hours like my boss did because I know how to do it better. And usually it turns out that that's not the case, that they end up making the same mistakes as their boss, working long hours, uh, micromanaging, and so on. And he explains in this that this is... Being a good technician is not enough to be able to run a successful business. And he goes through the process that you have to change as a person from being a technician to being a manager to being an owner. And essentially what you're doing is you're systemizing what it is you're really good at. So inside in your clinic, to scale up your business, what he's recommending you do is that you systemize what you do as a technician. And then you start to delegate that on and move it on to other members of staff. And that only by doing so can you scale your business without losing the quality of the work that you that has been done in your clinic. And I would highly recommend that if you're just beginning your journey in business or you've never read any business books 
or never had any help from a business coach like myself, then The E-Myth by Michael Gerber is a great book to start with. It's, it's not too heavy. The second book I would assume a lot of people listening to this podcast have probably read, and it's it's no secret there's money in podiatry by Tyson Franklin. And I read this when this first came out. I, I, I'd i say I was one of the first people to ever buy the book. I remember showing it to my wife, who's a nurse, and she laughed, and she said I should write one uh, called It's No Secret There's No Money in Nursing. Um, and aside from the title, which is very clever because it catches your attention, as any good marketing does, this book is packed full of practical ideas that you can do inside in your podiatry clinic. And it's written by Tyson in such a way that you believe that he is no different, no better, no bigger than you, and you can achieve and follow the similar journey to he's he's had to reach your goals. Um, and I would highly recommend it. If you're, if you're in the business of podiatry, even if you're not in podiatry, if you're a physio or an osteopath or anything, you're listening to this, then this is a great book to read. It's no secret there's money in podiatry. Now, all of these books are available on Amazon um, and they don't cost a whole lot. I, you're probably talking maybe 60 euros for the whole lot. And that's not that much when you consider you might go out for dinner at the weekend and spend more than that. The third book is Culture is Everything by Tristan White. So Tristan White is a physiotherapist who lives in Australia. I think it's in Adelaide. And Tristan set up a business where he had, his business model was he was sending his staff out to uh, residential homes, to old folks' homes, treating patients. So he had a head office and there was no real workplace for his staff to go to other than to go to the uh, residential homes. So staff weren't really meeting each other. They were on their own. And it was vital for Tristan and the success of his business that he invested a great culture into his business. Now, every single business out there on the planet has a culture. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good culture. It might be a pretty poor culture. And I have had a pretty poor culture in my business. When I first took on staff, I really did not know what I was doing. I had no training on how to manage people as a staff. Uh, you come out of college and you you really have done very little in the art of psychology. You start treating patients and you learn after a few years how to deal with patients. But how to deal with patients and how to deal with staff is a very different thing. And it's an art that you have to, to actually study. And... At the beginning, with I was pretty poor at it. And when I read this book by Tristan White, it completely changed. This combined with the next book I'll mention in a moment, combined how I approached dealing with my staff, I took a much more pragmatic and cool-headed approach to it. Prior to that, I made things hard for myself, if I'm honest. Um, and culture is everything. It explains to you why having a positive culture in your business is so important to the financial success of your business and I would highly recommend it. The fourth book that I would recommend is The No BS Ruthless Management of People and Profits by Dan Kennedy. Now Dan Kennedy is an American marketer, uh, direct male, direct marketer and 
you can't go wrong pretty much reading any of Dan's books, but probably this book in the early stages of of my business was probably one of the biggest influencers for me. Um, now, Dan's book and Tristan's book are almost diametrically opposed. Tristan is very much p- about putting his arm around the shoulder of his staff and looking after them and making sure them that they're happy, whereas Dan is almost the opposite. Dan is an American, and in America, compared to, say, Europe or maybe Australia, um, staff have less rights, they're more disposable, and you have to remember when you're reading that book that this is the area, that this is the viewpoint that he's coming from. And it may not sit well with everyone when you read it. However, if you put the two together, um, it's no harm for you to realize how your staff, essentially, that their priority is not your business, no matter how good your culture is. And you shouldn't expect your business to be their priority. They have other things going on. They have their own life to live. And at the end of the day, it's an uneven relationship between you and your staff. You could close your clinic. You can let your staff go at any time, really. And you have a huge amount of power in your hand. Dan explains this in the biz, in the book and how you can use this to, to, uh, it, to in a poor way or you can use it in a good way. So the way I like to, 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 to look at it is it's like an iron fist in a velvet glove. So you need to know when you need to be able to um, discipline your staff if necessary, but more so manage them in a way that suits and works for your business while at the same time building a positive culture. So if you if you read both of these books together, it helps you to realize what's going on in your staff's head and how you can get your staff to be more productive and deliver for your business as you want it to be delivered. The fifth book um, is Profit First by Mike Mikhailovich. Don't ask me to spell that. Now, Profit First is a general business book, and you'll notice that really only one of these is actually written by a podiatrist, and that's um, Tyson Franklin's book. In this book, um, the author talks about how most business owners build up their business and they plow all of their money back into the business continually. And they they obviously take a wage for themselves. And eventually they say that, well, what I'll do is when it comes time to sell or retire, I'll be able to take everything I've put back in into the business. Now, I don't know if he mentions it in this book, but... Over 85% of small businesses just simply do not sell. They close. Think about all of the clinics that you know over this past year because of the coronavirus have closed and never reopened. If those businesses had just put all of their money back into the business at the end of all of those years, they'd have nothing to show for it. So he he suggests a, a differing format. And the format is that you, instead of taking in your money, paying your bills and seeing what's left over as profit, you basically take your profit first. Now, what he suggests is that you take out, to begin with, for example, 1% of your turnover every single week and you put that aside and then he explains what to do with it and so forth. Now, 1%, if you had 99% of your of your funds to run your business, you'd probably be just as good at running it as you would if you had 100%. 
And as you get used to this, his process explains how you can increase this to a percentage, maybe even up to 20%, where you're taking the money out of your business, putting it aside for yourself and to build your wealth now, not waiting until you retire when you may not be able to, to use it, and making your business run much more efficiently. And it just changes your uh, mindset from one where it's okay to struggle and eventually I might get something out of my business to, no, why should I struggle? I should get something out of my business now and continually as I run this business and again when it comes time to sell. So these five books together will be a very good foundation for you as a, as a clinic owner on how to run your clinic as a proper business. And there's nothing wrong with running your business, your clinic as a proper business. You can do so and be completely ethical, treating patients. If I look at my own clinic, we have increased the amount of patients that we're treating by upwards of 800%. So we're treating more patients than we were when I was doing it on my own and I wasn't running it as a proper business. I personally am making a more more profit from it and I have a better quality of life than I did before. But more most importantly, from a clinical viewpoint, my patients are getting the same quality of care, if not better, because we can open longer hours. We can see them more people. We have better equipment because we have the money to put back into them and the money to put back into training. So there's nothing like reading a good quality book. And the last book I would mention, obviously, would be my own book, Podiatry Business Success Secrets. This is the book. When I sat down to write this book, it was the book that I wanted to be able to read when I started my business. And it, it obviously, you can't pack everything into a book like this. But it's enough in here to make a good start of your business and to start transform your clinic from one where it's you under pressure. It's all dependent on you. Um, perhaps you're not making enough profits to justify all of the stresses that you have to go under, to transform it from one where the clinic will work without you, where uh, you can earn more while working less and still provide a great quality service, perhaps even a better quality service than before. So my book, Podiatry Business Success Records, is available on Amazon, as are all of the others, but you can get it from my website, Podiatry or More Practice Profits, for free all you pay is postage of 4.99 and we'll post it anywhere in the world um and you'll also get a copy a, a digital copy for free when you buy uh, take the book from myself but all of these books are available on amazon and if i were you and you haven't got any of these books i would advise you buy all five and obviously get a copy of my book as well so until next week this is lorcan donnella signing out